Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast series. I'm delighted to host this podcast and share key trends and innovations for each of the 25 industries we serve. At SAP, we like to say that we speak the language of our customers, and this language is industry. We've been supporting all industries for more than 50 years now, and it's exciting to launch this podcast and discuss with industry experts the business value that they get from our solutions. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. My name is Tom Raftery, and with me on the show today, I have my special guests, uh, Carolyn and Honor. Carolyn and Honor, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourselves with maybe Carolyn going first? Hi, Tom. Thank you very much for the invite. Um, yeah, happy to be here. My name is Caroline. I'm co-founder and CBO in our sense. That means Chief Brand Officer of Footprint Technologies. Um, yeah, and here I am responsible right now for all the people and culture related topics and also of building a strong brand around Footprint. Okay, and Honor? Yeah, hi, uh, my name is Honor, Honor Ergin. I'm a computer engineer by training with a scientific background. I obtained my PhD degree from the Technical University of Berlin and worked as a research scientist for many years. At some point, I decided to um, work more on industrial applications and started working as a solution architect as, uh, in, at Daimler Truck in Berlin. And uh, since March 2021, I'm leading the technical team here at Footprint Technologies as a CTO. And thank you for ha- having us. Okay, fantastic. So for people who are unaware, can you tell us what is Footprint? Yeah, I'm happy to take that one. So um, what we do is that we um, develop a software for online shoe retailers so that users can measure their feet with their smartphone in order to find the right shoe size. And um, the reason why we do it is because in the shoe industry or while shopping online, there's a lot of returns um, because of size-related um, issues. So it's it's a hard thing to find the right shoe size on um, on the internet. I mean, it's it's hard to find it in a shop. Um, so, but there you have the opportunity to um, select and and choose the right size. Whereas when you buy online, you just like guess. And um, well, I mean, you have your your re- reference, of course. But like we talked about it last time, uh, Tom, um, that you have sometimes even within one brand different shoe sizes, and that's what leads to a high user uncertainty um, on one side and then to a high number of returns on the other side. And that's exactly what we want to prevent in the future with our solution. Yeah, I mean, I, I've experienced it myself. I, I bought a pair of shoes from uh, an online, well, from Allbirds. They're an online shoe retailer and they were the right size and it was great and really, really comfortable. And then a couple of months later, I needed a second pair, ordered them different model, same company. So I went for the same size and they were too small. So I had to send them back and go, what? <laughs> so no, I, I, I totally get why, what this is about. So it's, it's an excellent idea. How does it work? 
So we integrated into the the online shop of a retailer. And from there, so I can only explain um, what the user is going to see now. Onur can maybe explain later, like how it works um, in the background. Um, so, but what we do is that we provide a software as a service to the online retailers. And then you as a customer, or as a user can click on a button, find my right shoe size, and then you get redirected into our measurement process. And what you do is then that you step your foot on a sheet of paper, on a DNA4 sheet of paper, and then you take two shots of your foot on this sheet of paper, and then we, by that we can measure your um, foot length and width, and then compare it to a database of inertial dimensions. So we cooperate with the manufacturers in order to really get the exact inertial dimensions, because we said it doesn't make sense to like measure it down to the millimeter and not having um, yeah valid data on the other side. So we decided to get them both, and that's why we cooperate with the manufacturer, and by that we can provide you with the best uh, fitting size for the selected shoe model. Okay, and Honor, do you want to tell us a little bit more about how it works? Yeah, gladly. So, um, as Carolyn stated, uh, you, the user starts from the shop and they uh, find a shoe that they are interested in buying, and then uh, they need to figure out which size will precisely fit them. So, mm -hmm. they um, have a button in the shop integrated, uh, which starts our application. So, that we, our application gets the context about the user, uh, which is uh, actually, not more than the shoe itself and the shop itself. Right. Um, so nothing personal there. Um, I mean, nothing personal data. Um, and then our application starts. It shows a simple introduction or uh, shows instru instructions of measurement to the user. And then the user's camera, phone camera is act uh, activated. So this is all happening on the mobile browser in their smartphone. Sure. Mm -hmm. And they don't need to install any application, so they can simply use their web browser, whatever is installed on their phone. And uh, this camera uh, activates and they see an overlay, a live guidance, we call it, uh, on their phone, which uh, helps them uh, point the camera in the right way to their feet and the sheet of paper uh, which on which they put their foot. Uh, and then... Uh, once the um, yeah, object detection uh, system on the phone uh, finds the foot and the paper on their camera, it takes a shot of this camera view and then sends it to our backend, where uh, our more complicated algorithms run. So our algorithms then first uh, does a segmentation at the pixel level of this image, separates mm -hmm. the foot and the paper, then counts the pixels of the foot and counts of the pixels of the paper, compares them. And since we know which size the paper is, because the paper sizes are standard in Europe or probably all around the world, <laughs> uh, we can do a precise measurement. Um, the challenge is obviously, so we are working on two-dimensional image, but the foot actually is three-dimensional, meaning that the camera angle will... Um, change the way your uh, foremost point uh, of your foot uh, uh, foot's position on the paper. So depending on if you're taking the image a little bit too much front or too much back, uh, that frontmost point can change on the paper. And uh, this is um, the actual 
uh, or one of the actual challenges that we are having. Okay. Okay. And how do you overcome that? Well, uh, we have actually very complicated algorithms. I don't think I can explain them in a few minutes here. (laughs) But what we do is uh, we take um, multiple approaches. So one of them is, well, first uh, we correct the angles. Uh, We estimate which angles are distorting in which way. And we correct the angles in a way that we can process them. And we also use uh, multiple pictures. So we don't just take one picture of your foot, but in the process, there are two or three at least pictures are taken. And we compare these. And our algorithms then um, first make an estimation and then make a calculation um, among these pictures. And we then figure out where that front and backmost point should have been in the in, in the time of the measurement. Okay, okay. And someone someone submitted a question about this. What happens if your foot is bigger than the A4 sheet of paper? Uh, that is a good question. Um, it still works. Um, that is, and this is completely okay, because, so we take the sheet of the paper for, as a, as a uh, reference object. Mm. Uh, dimensions of which is known to us because it's standard. So it doesn't really affect our algorithm in a, in a bad way or anything. So if your foot is bigger than the paper, that's fine. We still segment or like see which points on this image belong to your foot and which points belong to a paper uh, on the image. And we can still make the comparison. And okay. then we can also, we can then uh, calculate precisely how big your foot is in relationship to the paper, and then we normalize everything and receive the millimeter dimensions. Okay, fantastic. And do you take, or does the user take pictures of both feet? Because people can kind of have different sized feet. So you can do, or we could have done it with one foot, but uh, we prefer that people take the pictures of their both feet because uh, most people have slightly different sizes yeah um yeah of their right foot and left foot so um we take we calculate each foot separately and yep. we take we we we, we uh, give our decisions based on the foot that is measuring bigger than the other one okay okay and is it possible to get two different size shoes if you have two very different size feet? I, I can imagine retailers not being too happy about that. Uh, no, this is not. We are, we are not doing this. At the end of the uh, at the end of the process, user gets only one recommendation that will just fit their bigger foot. <laughs> okay, okay. And so, in in, ter- in terms of the the business case for this, you are selling this to whom? Are you selling it to the manufacturers, to the retailers, to who, who's your target customer? So we started um, with selling it to manufacturers um, because um, we, as I said earlier, we are cooperating with them to get the inner shoe dimension. So what we did to start with is to um, find one manufacturer that was willing to make a pilot project with us in the beginning. Um, so we got his data. Um, it's a it's a German children's shoe manufacturer. And then we integrated onto um, their website. Um, so that was like the first initial case. And now um, we continue to sell it to manufacturer 
to also get like to build up our database and then if we have the database filled like let's say with like 75 percent of um, children shoe manufacturer in europe um, mm -hmm. then it's easier for us to go next to the retailers and that have like multi-brands in their shop so that's like the the strategy that we that we're following right now that makes just um, sense to us and also to the customers that we have okay and is it primarily i mean i can imagine the reasons why it might be primarily children's shoes but is it primarily children's children's shoes or do you do adult shoes as well so that's that's a funny question because we actually um we um when we started the company we were having the problem ourselves so we actually wanted to find a solution for ourselves but then um when we talked to other people if they also have this problem there were um like more or less accidentally some parents amongst them and they told us that like it's it's okay for them to find a shoe because you know you have a size like 38 plus minus one size so you have a reference value but like for children you never have a reference value because um, their feet are growing continuously but not like static so you cannot predict like what is the next size going to be but you have to buy new shoes like every three to six months so you have to continuously find a new way of like finding the right shoe size and that's how we actually came up with the idea to start in the children's shoe segment because we saw a much like um yeah bigger need even um for parents to find the right shoe size because for them it's like really a huge pain and a huge um mess to find it so that's where we started then and um that's yeah from where we go now so right now we are in the process of scaling to um to the adult segment um but yeah that's that's our starting point okay great and where where are you in that kind of startup mode uh have you got customers on board yet are you still getting there are you still in beta or have you have you been in you know where, where are you in the, the whole startup ecosystem yeah um that's also an interesting question because i feel like in the startup world there's like um never really a definition of 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 where you are right now so the stages are like not really or maybe they are defined but it's like not that there's this one definition that fits all of the startups. So, um, yeah, we got customers, real customers on board. Um, some of the manufacturers that I was just um, talking about, our database is, is filling up more and more. So we are cooperating already um, with um, the biggest number or the biggest amount of, of German children's shoe manufacturer and also starting off in the in the adult segment so we, we are already partnering with a manufacturer in the adult segment it's a safety um, shoe manufacturer and that's where we are about to go live in a couple of weeks um, as well so we have customers on board um, we have a team size now of 12 people including us founders um, plus two working students and um, a further development team uh, around the world so like contractors on board um, and we made two financing rounds already so I don't know what the definition of that stage might be, but um, yeah, we are almost uh, or like about to turn three this year. Um, so I would say like we are over the over the um, big challenge part and like uh, good to go and found a solid solid basis to to go further and to grow further. Fantastic. And are there any uh, outcomes you can speak to? Any results you can talk about? Yeah, so um, with the one uh, children's shoe manufacturer that I was just uh, talking about, we are live with them since uh, November. 
um, now, um, which is a good of, amount of time. And um, during that time, like what we basically did was like iterating our user experience like further and further and further because actually like biggest uh, challenge that we have is like, I mean, the technical part is very complex, um, even though some people might be like, well, it's it's only a foot on a sheet of paper. So it's only like length and width, but it's, it's not like that. So it's pretty complex. But on the other hand, like the biggest challenge that I feel right now is like really um, to get a user experience as easy as possible so that everyone gets it right away. So what we did during that time was like doing user testing like again and again and again and like talking to customers and like really further developing this. And I think um, that was actually the biggest achievement that we made in the in the last couple of, of months to like really get this to a point where it's like easy to use and where everyone gets it right away. And I think that's the, that was the most critical um, yeah, challenge that we had. And I think we are on a good, good level there. Superb, superb, superb. And where to from here? Also a nice question. Um, so I would say, um, because many people ask us, yeah, and now are you going to do it for, for clothes as well? Like what's the next thing? Um, I think one, and for now, I would say that the shoe market is already like huge. It's it's huge. If you if you look at it worldwide, it's it's a big and um, yeah attractive market, I would say, and it's something that we will always need. So um, where from here, so one thing that I see is um, to develop it into 3D so that we also get the height. Um, so that would allow us then to go into um, further niches, like really like sports um, brands, for example, like hiking shoes, skiing shoes, um, horse riding shoes, where you have a third dimension, where you need the third dimension. So this is something where there's also a lot of money in the scene and this is something that is like right now mostly um analog so i would never buy a skiing boot digitally like i would never do mm. that so this is something that we can digitalize so that's one thing and another thing that i can see in the future is to like really be like your shoe not only the shoe size consultant but only the, also the one that is like finding shoes that that you like so if you buy a lot of like running shoes or hiking shoes that we can provide you with these shoes in the future and like be your consultant and like really finding the shoes also in terms of like style and function and size Okay. And with the children's uh, shoe manufacturer that you're working with, have they seen a reduction in returns from online purchases? Good point. So we see a small reduction already. It is like right now where we put a lot of work into um, that is also not that trivial is and maybe Ono can talk a little bit more about that is to really get our data analytics to a point where we can like abstract the data to cooperate with the manufacturer to really get the data that we need and compare everything that we need to, um, yeah, to like find find exactly these answers um, we see a small reduction already but it is like right now dependent on so many different factors so it's not that easy to get the data to really say like okay this is based because the users were using our service and that's exactly what we want right so and we um, we try to um, yeah build up this entire data analytics system behind it to get it out okay honor I would, uh, yeah, exactly. I would like to add um, something to this. 
So we are looking at the data and we are finding actually very interesting things. So what we're finding or noticing is this thing feels very new to the users. So uh, gaining their trust is another challenge that we're going through right now. So looking at the data, we have often, we have seen a repeating pattern that people are using our uh, technology and some of them, so many of them are trusting it and, and ordering the shoes that we recommend them or the sizes that we recommend them. And, and some of them are not really trusting that much. They also add like one smaller or one bigger size of the shoe in addition to what we have recommended them. Okay. And the interesting result that we have seen is I think most of them, if not all of them, have returned those other sizes that were different <laughs> than our recommendation. This is a very encouraging result that we have seen in our data analysis. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Okay, folks, we're coming towards the end of the podcast now. Is there any question I have not asked that you wish I had or any aspect of this that we haven't brought up that you think it's important for people to think about? Yeah, we haven't talked too much about like our company culture and everything because I mean that's like that's like my um, part and I know this is like a tech um, related podcast of course but like um, I feel like the most sustainable thing that we can can do right now is to really um, have a company culture where everyone um, has a say. So Ona and me were talking about this um, yesterday and I think that is something that um, like behind all this like nice idea and like um yeah fulfilling or like um finding a solution for for a real need in the real world um i think that that is something that matters to us so it's not only the vision of like being a big like um yeah solution finder and like um transforming the shoe industry into into a certain way but also to like be with people um where you can develop yourself and where um yeah, everyone has a say. And I think this is something that like matters to me at least at the most um, right now. Also in terms of, of hiring, because we are um, about to hire a lot of tech people in the future and not only tech, um, also growing in, in other fields. And um, yeah, that's one of the biggest challenges that we have um, right now. And um, that's something that at least like um, is taking a lot of my work at the moment. Okay, cool. Honor, anything to add? Uh, yes, I totally agree with uh, Karen's uh, points, and I, I must uh, just anecdotally say that our technology is actually very challenging, and uh, our engineers are giving their best to solve the problems that we are um, um, uh, facing every day, and these problems are algorithmic problems. So you have your, you need to, as as an engineer, you need to have your full dedication. You you need to have your full um, uh, yeah, commitment to 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 the uh, to the problems to the company, and we believe we have achieved this through uh, building this trust inside the company, through um, making everybody feel like they are a core part of this team, and they are actually, and uh, yeah, this has worked out really well for us. So we are very fast in our development, very precise in our development, and um, <clears throat> the success behind or the yeah, reason behind the success is the dedication of our team. Nice, nice, lovely, great, fantastic. Honor, 
Caroline, that's been great. If people want to know more about yourselves or about Footprint or any of the things that we talked about in the podcast today, where would you have me direct them? Uh, so I think one good channel is our website, of course. We just um, made a new brand update, a new uh, CI update here. Um, so it's footprinttech.de. And then um, we also publish a lot of content on LinkedIn. So if you want to know more about us on like a more like daily basis and how like um, working with us feels and like what we think of, what we, what we take care of, then um, I think LinkedIn is actually the best way uh, to follow us. Super. Super. Great. Okay. Thanks a million for coming to the podcast today. Thank you so much, Tom, for your time and for the invite. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Industry Insights by SAP podcast. If you want to explore our industry portfolio to find the solutions you need to run your business better, faster, and simpler, please visit us at sap.com slash industries.